Help! Somebody help me! Is someone there? Hey! Shit. I'm probably dead. You're not dead. What? Who's that? Who's that? There's no point yelling. I've already tried that. Turn on the lights. I would if I could. What the fuck is going on? Where am I? I don't know yet. What's that smell? Shh. Hang on a second. I think I found something. Dave? Mazelle! Oh, thank fuck. What are we doing here? Why are we chained to the wall? I don't know. The last thing I remember is laughing at you for picking Lords of Salem as your number... Holy bouncing bananas! Who is that? Shit. I can't tell. Looks like he blew his face off. Oh man, face off. Remember how ludicrous that plot was? I watched... Hang on! I found a mini cassette player with a note that says, play me. Cassette? Shut up and listen. Hello, Daisy and Lizelle. I want to play a game. You call yourself Banana Laser and talk horror movies on your pathetic excuse of a podcast. But now, I want you to actually challenge yourself and play out a good show for once. I want you to watch and review the Saw series. If you make it through these movies and give us a good podcast, then I will actually want to listen to. I want it to live. If you don't, I will leave you here to rot. Let the games begin. Looks like we got a show to do. What's up, Banana Brains? Welcome to Banana Laser. My name is Matt, Wazell if you're nasty, and with me, as always, is the guy sitting on the other side of the room, chained to the goddamn wall like me. Fuck! Uh, yeah. Dave Z, what the fuck is <laughs> up, Dave Z? I'll tell you what the fuck is up. We are chained in this bitch. Son Jesus. of a fucking... Yeah. <laughs> now the pressure is on. We're, we're, I don't know how many shows in we are. I can't even fucking think straight. But the pressure is on to do a good show. Before, I was just starting to get comfortable doing this. I don't know about you. I was feeling good. We had a couple real good shows the last few. I'm, now, fuck, I feel like it's show one again. Now we really got to... <laughs> You know? Yeah, I feel like Thanks we're for fu- listening, guys. Hopefully we, uh, <laughs> they're good shows. I feel like we're fucking cursed down here uh and what in this dingy uh you know i'd rather be in the laser lounge i mean fuck that's where fuck I'm most, yeah most comfortable but um you should have listened to that crazy bastard we are fucking cursed see <laughs> <laughs> back to that here we are fucking death curse in the house oh god so yeah here we are guys uh we're stuck down here and we got to talk about the movies in the saw series uh we're kicking it off right at the beginning with uh the first one and I'm excited about doing this series, Dave, and I know you are. It's it's a beloved franchise. It's it's one any time a franchise can go to theaters seven times in seven years, yeah. it's got to have something going for it. And I've seen the entire series multiple times at home, uh, just tons of viewing viewings. I really get get sucked into this world. Um, 
And so for me, th- I'm really looking forward to this. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> me too. I'm 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 kind of obsessed about this series. Actually, I'm kind of obsessed about the Jigsaw character. You're and... jealous, I would say. More moreover, <laughs> <laughs> I respect him. I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the whole Jigsaw killer storyline and everything else, and uh, it, and, and I'm watching the first one today, and I'm thinking about it. I'm like, fuck, what they did here. Is, is is amazing but the funny thing is this is the best of the series but later on they touch upon other things that they didn't touch upon here and that makes them great in their own right just they're different kind of movies as they progress and they're all and it's still great and man it's i feel sorry for anyone that doesn't fucking sit down and, and just watch them watch them through even if there are a call it is hit or miss but whatever yeah. i fucking love the series just, yeah, just to talk about the series as a whole, it's definitely it has my respect in the aspect that it, the continuity is held so dear to uh, the creators, the producers of these films that uh, it's kind of almost like a a serial, you know, like a, a soap opera. You know, here's a new episode. It's very episodic, um, which is difficult to do with these kind of movies. You know, you look back at you know, in the 80s and 90s when we were coming up, you know, they just threw continuity out the window a lot of times. You know, you look at, yeah. uh, you know, the Nightmare on Elm Streets and, you know, the Friday 13th and stuff like that. They just, you know, change shit just to change shit. And, and But th- these movies, they hold the continuity, the characters, everything so dear. It, you can tell they kind of meticulously uh, look over all the information to make sure it fits in with with the giant puzzle, you know. The, the jigsaw puzzle, if you will, and shit like that. So for that, I definitely respect uh, them. Well, let's let's get into this movie. It's uh, James Wan's theatrical debut, and, and now this guy is a, is a big name. Uh, he's obviously did tons of uh, blockbusters, blockbuster horror movies now in 2013, and now he's going on to action films and all this stuff. But this was his breakthrough, and... Uh, he did it with his writing partner Lee Winnell, and he's also in the movie as the character Adam. And um, so these guys are like a, a little duo, and they crafted this story, uh, you know, kind of on the basis that they had no money to to make it with. So that's why you get a movie that's kind of one location, just you know, minimal amount of characters and stuff like that. But to me, that was a huge strong point for this film because it wasn't completely blown up. It was very small scale, and so you, you, your focus was much more honed in and stuff like that. Did you like the, the opening of this film, how it just kind of just threw you in and you didn't yeah. really know what to expect? <clears throat> oh, it's fucking great. When yeah. it starts off in, in, in the tub, when fucking... You started right off and in, in, in fucking chained in. Yeah, right it's, in that place. it's just like as if you kind of woke up there, you know, in, in this right. bathroom. And you're just kind of thrown in. You have no idea what's going on. And I thought that worked really well. I mean, you know, we've all heard stories, and they even elaborate, elaborate on it in this movie, about being, you know, waking up in a bathtub full of ice and having your <laughs> organs, you know, ripped right. out and shit like that. So I, I think it's something that we all can kind of um, – kind of you know familiarize herself with and stuff like that so i really like the setting alone uh, of this movie as well 
it's, it's panic and you can feel their anxiety. All right, so this movie, it, it's based around the serial killer, Jigsaw, right? And we don't know that right at the beginning, but at the same time, you know, they, they kind of question it in this movie. It's like, is he a serial killer? You know, what motivates him to do these things? Um, you know, and stuff like that. Do you think that, and they even say, well, he's not a serial killer. He doesn't do murder people. You yeah. Know? And that really struck a chord with me this time. Cause I'm like, well, you know, yeah, he might not come up and just stab somebody, but that doesn't mean he's totally innocent of murder. What do you think about that? No, and th- here's what I'll say. that What they say is they say he finds ways for his victims to kill themselves. And you can kind of meet them halfway on that. But not in this particular movie. Because there's innocent people that are fucked with in this movie. And it's as the series goes on, he changes the rules. They try to twist it to make it sound like it's been that way since day one. Mm-hmm. But as the series itself goes on, later on the rules are stricter. Where he doesn't fuck with anybody innocent. But in this movie, there's innocent people that um, that are fucked with. This is, you know, so, I mean, the, the two, the first two people that get killed, or not killed, well, yeah, whatever, they die, so I guess they get killed. So <laughs> you they, mean they get murdered. <laughs> right? You mean they do he's get murdered. a murderer. <laughs> in this, yeah, I mean, I, mean, I, I, I want to be sympathetic with them. I, I, I for whatever reason, I'm, I'm sympathetic with the character. So You're right. I'm trying to not be blinded by that. You none, know? <laughs> of these, none of these guys really did anything wrong. You know, later in the sequels, it's like, well, this guy screws over the poor and, and this guy, you know, uh, killed somebody by even by accident or something like that. But in this movie, it's like, okay, Dr. Gordon, you know, what did he do wrong? Maybe well, he cheated on his wife, you know? That, yeah, that... Sure, that that you shouldn't do that. But is it punishable by death or dismemberment? No. You're I mean, forgetting something. What You're am forgetting I forgetting? Something. They showed in the later. At this point, no. If we're just talking saw this movie as we are right now, then right, we don't know. But he does make a little bit of mention of it, saying that you tell people every day that they're gonna die. And now, now I'm turning the tables on you, telling you that you have limited time. And it's kind of a little bit implied in that one scene. When, when, you know, John Kramer's in the bed and he's doing the thing with the interns and he's talking about it, goes, the patient has this and this and this, and then Zep steps in and says something. His name is John. He's an interesting man. That whole situation. And then it's kind of like, you know, he says something about the orderlies here get uh, get attached to the patients or something. And he kind of smirks and it's almost like a smug. It kind of rubbed me the wrong way. He looks at, at, at the one girl and she smirks back at him too. And it kind of rubbed me the wrong way, maybe because knowing what we find out in, in the sequels, what they do, because you know what I'm going to get at with, the, with what happens. No. Later on, right? Well, you what? know the series fucking later on when just the way his, his bedside manner is uh, is very poor. Yeah, but that, that's any doctor. I mean, really, you know, no doctor who's been in the game as as long as Dr. Gordon has is going to have that kind of rapport because they have to distance themselves. It's like, here's the information, you know, that's it. I'm not going to hold your hand. That's what your family's here for. I'm here to lay it on the line. I don't think that's yeah, really I, something that he should, you know, he's just pissed off be, and he, because he has, you know, this uh, uh, debilitating disease. And so he wants to take it out on his doctor, I think. 
Yeah, he's not as redeemable in this movie, Mm-mm. Jigsaw. He is more of a bastard in this movie. Later on, he becomes more sympathetic when they start doing the background. But this this is what it is. This movie, period, is a lot different than the movies that follow. Very Matter much. Fact, mm-hmm. Yes, this... This they can a lot of people consider it like a torture porn series, and there is very little gore in in this movie. There's a couple things that happen, and there's some blood, and there's some things that happen, but it's nothing like what it becomes later. No, then, absolutely not. Yeah, right. And in the same respect, yes, later on it is gory, but it still it becomes a real thinking man series. You fucking you're watching it and you're taking it in, and the plot between the movies and what they do and sometimes it fails but most of the time it nails it 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 ties things together and it's fucking you have to think when you're watching it and that's part of the appeal and and then also part of the appeal is the jigsaw character as it goes on me personally i've become sympathetic with them but just based upon this movie and his performance in this one um yeah he's fucking with the one guy because he takes pictures for a living because he's a bottom feeder if you will and the doctor's bedside manner and the fact that he may be having an affair. And, you know, that's a little extreme. Poor Zepp. Zepp gets fucked with for no reason whatsoever. He I think a lot of people him. do. Yeah, it's yeah. like, okay, so... Uh, okay, Jigsaw, the guy, He's he's his whole M.O. is built around testing people and pushing people to limits so that they then can appreciate life, their life, and stuff like that. Okay, so the only person I really see in the main plot of the story that's being tested is is Dr. Gordon. But Adam is in there just the, the exact same. He's part of the test too, but what is he being tested for? Or nothing, really. Or like He's say, a pawn. You're right. So yeah. so was Dr. Gordon's family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it just seems like, okay, so he's putting these people it goes back to the thing of is he a murderer and stuff like that he's putting these people's life in danger just for this one person's test and so i don't know to me that that's a guy who's a killer he's not he's not not a murderer because he's not coming out and just shooting somebody you know but but there are a couple people mm -hmm. i would say that there's three people that are put to the test for reasons that are you know, maybe he's being a uh, you know judge, jury, and executioner when he shouldn't be. But the first guy was because uh, he tells him that you slit your wrist last month, even though you're middle aged and in good health and have no reason to whatever. He's fucking with this one guy because it was a suicide attempt. Or, uh, then he kind of teases him. He says there wasn't a cry for attention. You know. Okay. And, now was that okay? The the first guy was the razor wire room, right? Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. So there's a guy trapped in a razor wire room. He's got two hours or something like that to get out. Right. Um, and and if he doesn't make it, then he'll, he'll starve down there or whatever. The that door was, closes, that was, yeah. That was pretty interesting. I like that. Um, yes. Uh, and I loved how it was, like, not an intricate trap. I mean, later in the sequels, uh, he, you know, it, it's like he's, he's a de- they have to make him an engineer because this shit is so ridiculous. If he wasn't an engineer, then <laughs> there's no way it would work. But okay, so that's the one. What and then the second yeah, but, one was was. Uh, well, let me rewind. That is an intricate trap. Think about how he had to get that guy in that fucking thing and then build that fucking barbed wire and that whole thing around him. You know how long something like that would take, and what would it take to to get a guy into that position? Yeah, I'm not saying the the work and stuff like that, but like later traps, there's like gears and mechanisms and shit that he's got to build. I see. I, still, I, I can go out today. I can go out today and put a razor wire trap together. 
Fuck, but you I have mean, to I... build it. You have to surround it with. You have to surround this guy with this thing and not get cut up yourself. Mm-hmm. And then fucking set it up and then set the walls around it so you don't, you yourself don't get trapped. The time alone would fucking be overwhelming. And to do it safely, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm overthinking it. But it looks to me <laughs> like that'd be a fucking tough thing to set up. Huh. I thought yeah. that the first time I saw it, I remember being in the theater opening night. Actually, it wasn't. It was, I saw it at a midnight screening, October 30th. It was fucking amazing. But there I was, and I remember looking. Oh wow, what a way to kick off the movie too. With the first like real thing, You're like holy mm-hmm. shit, this this movie, what the fuck, you know? It was a little bit reminiscent of Seven, in a way, you know. But well, anyway, I digress. I, I, I looks like it looked like a tough trap to me. I don't know. Uh, no, I'm not saying it wasn't tough. Yeah, I, I would definitely didn't want to be in that situation. Oh, well, not being it, right? Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> uh, But then you were talking about the other guy. Um, and now, what was his deal? What was he being tested for? The guy with the candle and the, the flammable uh, liquid oh, yeah. and stuff like that. And that he was an interesting was, trap, too. Yes, it was, it was really cool because he had to have... I remember thinking at one point when I watched it, well, why not blow the candle out? And I'm like, no. He has to have the candle mm-hmm. to see the combinations on, on the brick walls. Yeah, so. How but, do uh, you think of something like this? Like, right? Even as a writer for the movie, uh, Lee Winnell, you know, I think he wrote. <laughs> like, how do you think, like, hmm, what's a, the most fucked up, elaborate way to really to kill somebody? I mean, <laughs> you know, yeah, right. it's, a, it's a test. There is a possibility you could get out, but that, that's just crazy to think of that. That's what's great about this series, man. Mm-hmm. We're gonna talk about tons of fucking tests. They're they're great. I mean that that's what it's all about. But uh, his his thing was uh, what the fuck was his deal? Oh, I know. He was faking uh, being sick. Oh, he had yeah. uh, a fake sickness, and it was fucking people up. He was probably whatever taking advantage of people and insurance companies, whatever the fuck. You know, he was he was faking a sickness. He was supposed to be getting getting paid by whoever, but he was out and about walking around doing things. And you know, hmm. Jigsaw said, "Wow, that's that's no way to live." So when, when you say it like that, it sounds like Jigsaw wants to be uh, a, a vigilante superhero in the night. <laughs> He's like, "I'm I'm writing wrongs." You know, I'm wearing a cape and shit like that with a giant J on it, and he does. <laughs> giant J. He does kind of wear a cape in this fucking movie. When the cops break yes. into the uh, his lair, quote unquote, later, uh, and he comes out, I I know why they have it because they're doing this whole ploy of, uh, you know, they're showing you Zep, you know, and you you think he's the villain and stuff like that, so you can't see this other right. guy's face. But at the same time, it's like who walks around in that uh, <laughs> fucking Skeletor? That's who walks around in that thing. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Welcome to my cool. lair. You know. Hey man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, that that was cool though. I I must say I, I dug that look of him having the thing. I dig the style of everything this fucking dude does. The, mm-hmm. The, the the fucking the pig mask thing that he has and I, I love it, that it too hooded, yeah yeah everything the hooded fucking jacket that he wears it's inside out you know did you know he wears an inside out jacket in this movie no <laughs> yeah yeah I came upon that information yeah he wears the jacket inside out I don't know if it's intentional what the reason was or but yeah the outside does. feels nicer than the inside <laughs> you know that that's the thing with this movie is that. Uh, it, they did things for a movie that would look cool or be cool, but and, and I'm not saying they're not cool, but in, pract, 
in the practical sense doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? It's like the pig mask thing. For a horror movie, that looks cool as shit. Billy the Puppet, that looks cool as fuck. You know, yeah. but it's like, why did he do that? Why did he take the time to make this puppet? You know, just to freak the person out, you know, or something like that. Yeah, that he's going to put for in fun. a test. He's <laughs> all sick of music. He is a sick individual, man. Yeah, he says he's sick too. Yes, I am sick. He gives him that whole fucking speech later, which is great, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> see, he is a sick fucker. Yeah, and and see, the thing is, you it almost seems like they knew that things were going to, but they didn't. That's what's so weird about it. Later on, the way it's elaborated, the character and what he's into and everything else, you would have almost thought that when they wrote this movie that they intended to fucking get more into the character. But, in fact, they didn't. They just wrote the fucking thing and they were starving out. Not starving, but, you know, they were coming up trying to freaking make it big. Mm-hmm. And they did, you know? Yeah, big time. Pay dirt. So. Yeah, oh, <laughs> shit. And Amanda. Don't forget about Amanda. She's uh. You know, she was a junkie, and he was trying to fucking straighten her out. That was simple, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she did get out. All you got to do is fuck. But there was an innocent victim, the fucking person in the room with her. She yeah. fucking had to gut the poor bastard, cut out his fucking stomach, kill him while he was under opiate, so he still had to witness it and see it. Yeah, that's... Fucking, that's yeah, just to get that key incredible. out of his stomach. Right? <laughs> that that so, was yeah. an amazing scene, and... Um... Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's lots to talk about it. It, it. One that I noticed this time is the frantic style that that was filmed. You know, it's really kinetic and yeah, uh, yeah. And there's lots of you know fast paced music and stuff like that. That just that scene alone, they took that in the sequels and they just ran with it because this movie scene is more slower paced, um, and whereas the sequels, they have. You know they're so fast, you know, and and all those scenes of of someone in a trap is filmed so kinetically, and you know, uh, it's like it's almost sped up and stuff like that. This yeah, and cool. this is what was the first time where they did it. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, yeah, you know, we're talking so much about Jigsaw and stuff like that, and but he's really not even in this movie. I mean, he is, but he isn't. Uh, he never really comes up until the end. Um, you know, You're right. In, in the He's not fight. conscious mm-hmm. in any of it <laughs> until the fucking the finale. You're right. Yeah, you hear his voice throughout the whole thing. He's there. He's there in spirit. That's for sure. And his voice is there. You know, mm-hmm. and that sets. But you never. He's not walking around except for the one flashback scene where what we were just talking about when they were, when they found it, stumbled upon his warehouse. I wonder if we just saw this movie and there was no sequels, and. Uh, if we would be talking as much about that character, um, you know, uh, because there's so much backstory that gets filled out during all the sequels and stuff like that. Probably not. I don't know. No, but it would still be highly... It's funny you should bring that up. because uh, It would still be highly regarded, and we would still be sitting here talking about Saw from 2004. What a fucking fantastic movie. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't have even mattered, because this is pretty crazy that I said it turned because of what, you know, ended up happening with it even becoming a series. But I saw this movie. It was a midnight showing the night before Halloween. So actually, you could say Halloween, right at midnight, the 30th, the 30th going into the 31st. I went to the Palms in Las Vegas to see it. It wasn't playing at very many places when they had this thing, you know. And it was this fucking sneak peek, first people to see, one of them things that they do, you know, midnight showing. So went there and, and saw the movie. 
And of course, I was blown away with it, and just fucking the way it ends and everything. And I was just like fucking in shock, you know. And I, as soon as the movie ends, I'm sitting there, and I'm with my ex-wife, and you know, at the time we're still married, and she is as, is as big of a horror fan as I was, as am I should say. So she's really into it too. So you know, most of our relationship was based upon fucking horror movies. Mm-hmm. So we talked them a lot, you know. So anyway, the first thing I said to her. And she knew why I said it, and she knew what I meant. And fucking, it's it's funny to see it now that I said it. But as soon as the movie ended, the fucking, we get up and I said, I got one thing to say. I said, there should never, ever be a sequel to this movie. (laughs) (laughs) You know, because I was so blown away by it. I said, let this fucking movie stand as it is. Because I I just, my mind was just blown. And anything else is, you know, you know know why I would say that. Because you don't want to see something Mm -hmm. ruined with sequels. And and at the time, that's what I said, because I was blown away by it. I said, what a fucking great movie. There should never be a sequel. I hope there's not. And sure enough, here we are, you know. And to, I ended to, up being glad there was. Yeah, because to me, uh, you know, this, I, I mean, just speaking as as the series as a whole, this movie isn't the, the high watermark. I, I believe it peaks later in the series. Um Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, well, we're doing our ratings for this. No shit. No, I'm, I'm going to be curious. The ratings are going to be, it's, I don't think we're going to quite be on the same page as we were with uh, Friday the 13th and Halloween. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Hello, Banana Lancer. This is Hugh from the Christy Hates Horror Podcast. And I told him to talk about Saw, man. Uh, yeah, I remember whenever I first Oh, it kind of blew me away. I, di- I didn't expect the ending. It caught me totally off guard. And I loved it. I still love it. Uh, part two was all right. Uh, but part three, I really loved. This one and three, I just thought were really great. And uh, the character of the, the puppet, the, the, the pig mask and the robe and everything, just all these great little twists and turns in the whole movie just loved it uh, and that's the only ones I've seen so far I'm, I'm not caught last I've not seen one, two, three and like I said I love I love the ones I've seen so far especially one and three three was so great uh, just the story progressed everything happened uh, just really good writing just really does them so can't wait to hear the retro on, on it and maybe it'll motivate me to finally uh, cast the rest of the movies too so y'all have a good one and I'll be hearing it soon thanks Jigsaw okay his another part of his MO is that he uh, it's with one of the first victim, victims we see he takes a jigsaw piece of skin uh, you know from somewhere on their body what the right. fuck is up with that? I don't. I, I to, to me, it's like he needs to stick with one thing, you know. <laughs> like, okay, is he is he making a Buffalo Bill dress, you know, with all these pieces? Uh, is he, you know, once somebody fails a test, then he's like, well, now I take a piece of your skin. Like, I don't get that. It's like they were just again. This goes back to the aesthetic thing. It's like they were trying to just, you know, do something cool without actually thinking of why somebody would do it. You know what I mean? You're right. And I, I, I see what you're saying about 
the jigsaw piece and the fucking puppet and the, uh, the, the, the pig head. It's almost like somebody in Hollywood in the studio says, okay, you got to throw something in here because mm-hmm. it's fucking cliche to have this and this resembles this. And of course you got to have a pig because half of all horror movies have Because pigs. Motel Hell is a huge success <laughs> and we need to emulate that kind of success. Have you seen Motel Hell? They did crazy numbers. <laughs> well, pig, you know, pigs are all over the place, man, especially horror. It's, yeah, it's just Pink Floyd concerts, you know, they're everywhere. <laughs> They are everywhere. You you probably see one every day. Yeah, I do because I work in a kitchen. But uh... <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but they are. Think about horror movies in general, and I, I I think they're all over the place. But I mean, as far as movies, there's so many horror movies with fucking pigs in them. You probably see just as many pigs in horror movies as you do dogs and cats, mm-hmm. in well, one form or another. They're all over the place. Yeah. No, that's so, true. Yeah, so so yeah, it's kind of weird that they weren't thrown in because they weren't used to. Uh... You're right. It's like they just threw them in. I, I I completely get what you're saying. Later on, as the series evolves, you see more of it. Do they ever? You know, they explain the like the, the pig thing, and they kind of explain the puppet thing a little bit later, and I appreciate that. But do they Not ever? Like do they ever really get into the the jigsaw skin stuff? Yeah, he himself says something about it in one of the later sequels. Oh, okay. All right. Well, they puts an explanation on it. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. And uh, but you know what? I think that just makes it marketable to have the um to have something because you're not going to see Jason, Freddie, Michael, and fucking John Jigsaw Kramer standing there. They wanted to fucking have something in case it became something. I don't know. I mean, see, but. But they didn't because they weren't thinking of that when they wrote this. Nope. That's what's perplexing about this whole thing, that they ended up being like faces of the franchise to see Billy the fucking character, to have that character. You know what I mean? And then you, you see the pig stuff here and there, you know, and it's associated with it. But I don't know. I wonder if that was all written in on the script. But it had to be. Well, here, here's a, here's something crazy. that blew blew my mind, is that, you know, you're saying, and I kind of, you know, I agree, it's like, well, they weren't really thinking about sequels and, and what to do later with the story. They were just trying to make a movie, you know, and and that's cool. But this yeah. time I was watching it, and maybe you know about this. Maybe this is general knowledge. I have no idea. But I, I've never seen this before. And this time uh, during Amanda's test, there's like a message written on the wall. Have you seen this? Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't think so. Yeah, well, this time I saw it and I paused it. And I was like, what does that say? And it took me maybe 10 minutes to try and make it out. But I wrote it down, and let me read it. Uh, It says, if you try to keep your life for yourself, you will lose it. But if if you give your life to me, you will find true life. And I thought, okay, maybe that's just a, a... a, you know, a piece oh. saying about someone living after the test. But to me, that's saying, you know, give your life to me, you know, come be my apprentice or something like that. You know, give, given the knowledge that she's going to be one of his apprentices afterwards, I thought that was a really interesting thing on the wall. That's really good. You can actually see that visibly on the wall. I, I just paused it. Yeah, I, it's fuck? it's on the wall, and I just it's so paused, dark in that room. I can't the even DVD, can... and I yeah, and maybe what? that's not exactly what it says, but yeah, but still, fair. No, I get the gist of it. And that's all we need. That's, but it's crazy. But yeah. but you know what? Think about when they bring her in. 
in what she says. Mm-hmm. I, I think her her fucking exact lines are, are something like uh, he's helped. No, what the fuck? Oh yeah, because he tell he tells her most people are so ungrateful. At the end, after she survives, Billy comes rolling out on the tricycle, which is fucking great. I love oh, that yeah. thing, mm-hmm. he, It's like a congratulations, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. he, comes, he comes out, you know? He needs, like, fireworks. Hey, you <laughs> lived. He needs not to be so creepy. Yeah, he should be, like, excited. Hey, all right, you survived the test. Here is fucking your prize. Do a, <laughs> do a fucking tap dance. Yeah. <laughs> jump off the bike. <laughs> yeah, but it's cool. It's kind of like a, a little reward. He comes out and, he, and says, uh, most people are so ungrateful to be alive, but not you, not anymore. Mm-hmm. And I think that's cool. That sums the whole up of that sums everything up of what later on in the series it, it's all about. That's what he's trying to do for people. Mm-hmm. And then they ask her. They say, "You know, what do you think about that?" Or something to that nature. The cops ask her, detectives, and she says, "And she all she says is he helped me." So it's almost like they're setting it up. Mm-hmm. You know, between her saying that and that line in this situation, and what you said about the writing behind her. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't in the original. I had to be. See, yeah. I keep wanting to say that fucking some producers are saying do this, do this because just in case. But no, I I, I don't think that's the case at uh, all. Of everything I've seen, they pretty much just let them make the movie they wanted, and they yeah. weren't they weren't thinking really about future installments or anything. Right, but let me let me say something about Billy. Mm-hmm. But I have to mention this. Do you know what that's even for and why he did that? Uh, or should I say the, they? The puppet? No. Yeah, it's a fucking it's a tribute to fucking Deep Red. Because he did oh. fucking Argento oh. fans. Yes. Yeah. Oh, That's what okay. it's all about. And the black gloves. You know how you see the uh-huh. people wearing, you see yep. Zepp wearing the black gloves, and later on you see Jigsaw wearing the black gloves? Mm-hmm. That is also a fucking a nod to Argento and his, his, his early Jallos, and how we had a lot of that. And the shot of Zepp in the closet, and it zooms in on that eyeball. Mm-hmm. Just, I thought that was that looks like an Italian film. It also reminded right. me. Oh, it, it looked like a a blatant rip off of uh, Black Christmas. They did that exact same thing. But I thought right. it, it's still cool as shit. Oh, it's still cool as shit. Except that's the first time I noticed a plot hole in the movie. And you can't even say a plot hole. I could just say that I know. And I think people that don't have children know <laughs> that if oh, you have a mm-hmm. child and and you're gonna go into the bedroom to check, the first fucking place that child is gonna have you check is the closet. <laughs> Am I right or am I wrong? Well, it's because they didn't fucking believe their daughter. It's like... Yeah, but you show your daughter. Oh, yeah. Just going in there to show her the room. Baby, everything's fine. Come here, check this out. Oh, let's look in the closet. Let's look over. Let's look under the bed, honey. That, that's what parents do. And mm-hmm. I, not even because I have a daughter. I think I would know that. I think that's just almost like common knowledge. That's what parents do for their children sometimes. So mm-hmm. how would you not check the fucking closet? <laughs> and, and there are two closets. You can say that. Fine. But come on. And she said she heard voices talking. Remember she said... There's somebody talking to me. Don't you think she would say, "Yeah, it's coming from that fucking closet"? When you right. got no, he's he's right there. <laughs> Look, open the door. Right. There he is. Show's over. See ya. Yes. Uh. <laughs> so that that was the first time I saw uh, during the movie. I said, "Hmm, you know what? That doesn't make a hell of a lot of sense." <laughs> you t- you <laughs> talked about a, that. That's a plot hole. Let's talk about some other ones with Zepp and how. Um, oh, okay, so he's he's got the family. Uh, kidnapped, and he's watching uh, Doctor Gordon and Adam on the monitors and stuff like that. And he's doing his Doctor Claw impression from uh, <laughs> Inspector Gadget, where it's just him watching the monitors, going, "I'll get you, I'll get you." Know he's not saying that, but you know what I mean. Uh, right. 
you know, and so and that and the fact that uh, he tortures the family and stuff like that. Yeah, with, the you know, w- with the gun and the uh, <coughs> uh, the stethoscope to listen to their heart rate escalate. It's like what the. You know, I understand what they're doing. You think he's the villain the whole time, but when you go yes, back and watch yeah. it again, it's like, That's well, this clearly doesn't fucking make sense. Why would he be doing that unless he's a psycho himself? This is true, but I'll go a step further. He's okay. poisoned. He's poisoned with the cyanide, whatever the fuck. You hear the tape at the end of the movie. Why the fuck wouldn't Zeb, 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 <laughs> Zeb. just go? Yeah, what kind of name is Zeb anyways? <laughs> Yeah, Zepp, we got Zepp, we got Taff in this fucking movie. Led Zeppelin. Yeah, right, Led Zepp. Fucking, why would Zepp fucking, you know, not fucking do a fucking whole lot of love and go over to the fucking hospital, you know? <laughs> Wouldn't you? If you were yeah. in that situation, oh, here, Matt, you've been poisoned. Um, Fucking go do this and go do that and go do that. And I'm the only guy that has the antidote. Wouldn't you say, hey, well, yeah. why the fuck should I believe you? Yeah. I'm going to go to the fucking I'm out of here. first hospital I see. I'm going to go to my doctor, Dr. Gordon, <laughs> and say, test me, motherfucker. <laughs> Dr. Gordon. Exactly. Yeah, you're yeah, right. That doesn't that make any sense. Yeah, it's, That's a shame. See, now I fucking, because I love this movie, and I got to tell you, I don't care about those fucking, those, those plot holes. <laughs> because I'm impressed by everything else in this movie so much that it doesn't matter. There, there's the, the good is so good. I guess that's all I can say. The good stuff is just so fucking good. And okay, uh, now do you think overall, uh, front to back, the the movie is good, or are you reflecting on just the the hoorah, um, you know? Uh, jizz in your pants kind of moment that is the the uh, usual suspects kind of ending where they where they flip it on you is, is is the whole movie good or is it just because the ending is so strong and surprising that it makes the rest of it good well i have to admit of course that ending is very impactful and it does weigh in heavy with me yeah yeah it's true but i still think that the rest of the movie is damn good. Now, if the, I was thinking of it the last time I watched it, if if this movie just would have ended, and fucking Zepp would have in fact been the killer, and he's there, he's got the gun, this is the rules of the game, and he just was some fucking ridiculous psychopath, and there was no payoff. That would have been terrible. Yeah, I'd be like, eh, what, what the fuck kind of movie is this? What's mm-hmm. up with that? Right, yeah, it, it, but, you know, you saw hints along the way of things going on, so you knew there was more to it. Mm-hmm. But that would have been very unsatisfying, and yeah, you probably wouldn't even give it a second look because of that. Even though there are still a lot of good things in the movie, I still think that the movie is strong. I like the traps. I like the idea behind it. Um, it's filmed well. They they did things. You know, the shit Juan was doing. Don't forget who directed this movie. You know, mm-hmm. you know what he was doing with the camera work. With the uh, he was having shaky cam on what's his name Adam. And having study cam on Dr. Gordon when they were fucking, you know, oh, having really? conversations and stuff, just to reflect the friggin', you know, their their personas and in that situation, just to make it seem like, yeah, it was just something that he did, and it's it's you know, it's clever. I think it's 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 cinematography, you know. I never it's, got. I see here. I felt like those guys in the bathroom is the strongest part of the movie. You know, later they 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 got a subplot with the cops and they're trying to find, 
you know, Jigsaw and all that. But the the strongest part of the movie is the guys in the bathroom. But at the same time, their their whole interaction, I felt, was kind of... Like, for instance, okay, the game is Dr. Gordon, I have your family. You can get out of this if you kill Adam in eight hours or something like that. Okay. Right. I, so Adam is never, like, freaking out that this guy... His main goal is to kill Adam. I mean, he's never like concerned that, you know, he's never like scared of him, you know, and not that there's an easy way to kill him, but there also is a gun right there. He knows he has a bullet, you know, and stuff like that. I would be frightened to death. I I don't think I would be giving that guy any information. And yeah, he withholds information and stuff, but I wouldn't be talking to that guy whatsoever. I would be scared shitless. No, you, of course you would talk to him. You want to try to reason with him, and that's precisely what he does. He fucking he he feels that he he never actually feels threatened by him mm-hmm. after he starts talking to him. He's like, okay, well, this guy's worried about his family and everything else, and he has this going on and what have you. But it seems like he wants to work with me. He seems level-headed at least about this, about that. You know, I'm not going to kill you. That we're we're going to fucking survive this thing, and we're going to get out of here. Hmm. You know? Yeah. I just think that it's just. Once again, something else good about the it's just a good script because I didn't even notice that and I never have. It's never even occurred to me. I guess just the way their dialogue starts and the way things go, it doesn't even, yeah, doesn't even matter to me. I just think it's well written too. And the stuff with, uh, you know, the 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 two um, the detectives, fucking uh, Sing and uh, and Tap. Uh, yeah. um, yeah, tap. Uh, and, what's fucked up names? Danny name? Glover tap. and the Asian right. guy. Yeah, right. Danny Glover, the Asian guy from guy. Lost. Yeah, right. There you go. Exactly. Them. Okay. So those guys. Uh, it's that's interesting too. The fucking that it's like a a mystery crime drama type of thing. But mm-hmm. it, it but it keeps me in. Not a fucking you know not a show of the week hour long serial show about some fucking you know Murphy Brown or fucking one of them jabronis those fucking crime drama shows you know I don't watch NCSIB Jigsaw right right nothing like that this I thought that it's well written and it's you know it kept me in it I never came out of it from the first frame to the fucking final frame I'm not I'm not bored yeah you know and and I I wasn't either you know this movie had every element I think I wanted to see in a movie. It had the mystery and it had uh, you know horror elements with the traps and stuff like that and and it just never there's never a dull moment at all. It's it's watching it now having seen it five or six times where it's like okay that element is clearly lessened and so now I'm just fucking I'm looking at you know all I'm picking at all the scabs. You know what I mean? Like for instance and this really isn't a knock on the movie, but it's just something I noticed this time. Both Gordon and Adam, in real life, they both have accents. And and they, and Adam especially, I don't know if, you know, he's in, he does a good job in, in Insidious and shit. But here, I thought he was terrible. And his accent is constantly, like, trying to come out and stuff like that. I thought, I thought he was pretty bad in this movie. And... You know, I mean, I love Princess Bride, but I think I think uh, Doctor Gordon, uh, yeah, he was okay. But Adam, Adam, was I good. thought was atrocious. I mean, Adam, I did, I'll tell you what, I don't think he was. He did, it was a, a strong performance mm-hmm. by any means, but I didn't notice the accent thing. 
Oh, I did this time. It was like... Uh, oh, shit. Yeah, not so much... Um, uh, what is his name? Carrie Elways. Not so much him, but with, right. with, with the guy, with uh, Lee Winnell, I felt like... Because his voice would seem to go up and down and kind of in and out and stuff like that sometimes. Just something that uh, bothered me, you know, it, you know, watching it the, the sixth time. I did yeah, that. of course. That'll happen, I guess. Sure. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think his sarcasm... Uh, some of his sarcastic lines were a, a little bit, uh, a little cheesy. <laughs> you know, I hate to say that because they're good, they're great writers. You know, uh, but I'll say that. You know, you know what I'm talking about. This is his attitude and some of the things he says. You yeah, know? like my name. He... My name is very fucking confused. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's 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 true. It's true. I don't think Juan does comedy well whatsoever mm-hmm. when it comes to writing. I don't like what he does in in the fucking Insidious series with those guys. I think I think he goes a tad bit overboard with them. Mm-hmm. As well, I I just don't think not to knock them. Everybody has nobody's fucking perfect, you know. Everyone well, speak for yourself, sir. <laughs> everybody that I fucking think is great, there's one thing you could say about him. Stephen King has bad fucking third acts. Dario Argento, yeah, he he has fucking weaknesses too. But anyway, everybody has, you know, weaknesses. Mm-hmm. And Juan is great at what he does, but I just think that his uh, when he writes comedy, if it's him, maybe it's fucking. The guy writing his own comedy, Wano. Maybe it's him doing it. Who knows? How about how about when he fucking goes digging? Okay, there's a heart on the toilet. <laughs> his first instinct is to go in the bowl. Are you kidding me? Go in the tank. What the? He even says it, which is hilarious. Wow. I really wish I would have looked there first. <laughs> That, that that was a funny line. Too. Yeah. And you know what else was a funny line? No solids, he says. Yeah, nothing solid. That yeah. is disgusting. It's funny, though. That bit of comedy I didn't mind. Uh, and later he's putting those hands up to his face when he smokes a cigarette. I just, oh, ah, I didn't even think about that. Oh, that's something my wife would say. That's, oh, that's funny. Disgusting. Oh, I, do you have OCD? <laughs> <laughs> No, That's not like that. But when I okay. got shit on my hands, you know, which oh, is I, I hear you, which is once a week, you know, I'd say <laughs> I, I want to get that off. You damn dirty ape! Yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah, but still, I hear you. I just, of course, it's it's a disgusting thought. Yes, but it just didn't even occur to. By the time that happened in the movie later with the cigarette, it didn't even occur to me that his hand was down the toilet. But wow, you're right. <laughs> 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 yeah, that is fucking pretty sick right there. Oh, he, he couldn't wash it or anything. No, nothing. I mean, maybe... Here's something else with that with the this bathroom. And he wakes up in this tub, right? And, uh, okay, so if you're underwater, you know, even if you're unconscious, uh, you're only going to be there for, you know, a, a minute or something like that. And... Okay, so he's underwater. <laughs> I'm just I'm just trying to wrap my mind around what happens before the movie starts because he's underwater. He wakes up, and uh, you know before he figures out that Doctor Gordon's in the room and they turn the lights on, he's like, Doctor Gordon tells him to quit his yelling. You know, stop yelling. You know, I've I've already tried that, and it's like what. Wait. You've already tried yelling so much that in, in 30 seconds that you gave up. <laughs> I thought that was really pretty because I mean, how long was he underwater? What? You know what I mean? He wasn't under there for a, a, an hour or something. Yeah, but he could have been unconscious. He could have been dragged in there by fucking Zephyr or whatever somebody. You okay, what so saying? so what you're saying is that um, the water woke him up. He was unconscious. They threw him in the yes. water. The water aroused. 
but aroused him i said oh yeah (laughs) but but dr gordon's like no i've already tried yelling stop yelling so does that mean he's been in there for a long time yeah and then uh he saw some okay i i can give that one a pass that's one i can get by that one doesn't really i can see that i mean you could say that if you know if you really wanted to pick it apart it could be a problem, but that's yeah. one I can give a pass. I, I don't mind that because even if Jigsaw took him in, I don't. It, it, that, that, that's just it. Jigsaw could not have been the one, been the one that brought him in. Otherwise, he wouldn't have been perfectly placed where he was in the whole nine for that short of a time. He couldn't have come in. Zep obvi- obviously, Jigsaw couldn't bring them both in there anyway. You know. Well, that that's another thing too. Yeah, it's, it's like okay, so Zep kidnaps his family, Doctor Gordon's family, uh, when he leaves. You know. And he's going to go see that the, the Asian, you know, uh, girl, whatever that works with him. And then that's when Zep kidnaps his family. And then later that night when he's leaving there, uh, that's when Dr. Gordon gets kidnapped. Now, that, so that's got to be Jigsaw in the mask, in the suit and stuff like that, crawling around on all fours, right? Whenever he gets kidnapped by Gordon, when he kidnaps, he's he's the one that kidnaps Gordon, is what I'm questioning, right? It's not oh, Zep. It would have to be him, you would think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, with the knowledge of the later sequels and seeing <laughs> seeing Jigsaw on his deathbed and stuff like that, it's like, man, this guy really got around you know, right, in this movie kind right. of thing. That's... Well, with the knowledge of the later sequels, you could say that it was fucking Amanda R. Hoffman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Then he yeah, actually, as a that. matter of fact, in three, we're going to see when we get to three, they flash back and they show how Amanda took oh, yeah, everything up in part right. one. They showed yeah. her dragging the bodies in there. But once again, they didn't know that when they made Saw 1. Yeah, that's true. That's why Saw 1 does have these small plot holes. But but they explain everything away. And that's, once again, that's part of its charm. But the fucking later sequels is that they find a, a whole lot of things and it, it explain a lot. And it's like, wow, yeah, that could happen. Why not? Hmm. And... Uh, we'll get to the plot holes later. I don't. I, I. I only think that this movie has them, the ones that we discussed, and in part four because of the the time space continuum. But we'll get to that <laughs> when we get to it. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Nineteen fifty five. So basically, uh, to me, Saw Four is like in shittiest two. It's the I had the same problems with that as I'm going to when we get to Saw Four. What? So okay. it's, oh yeah, there's no way that could happen at the same time. But we'll get there when we get there. That's okay. my that's that's too bad. Because aside from that, four is is would have been really good. But anyway, we're on Saw one. Yeah, we'll get. And okay, so here's another question. I'm I all got. positive. Man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Danny Glover, the Glover. Uh, he's uh he's okay. So he becomes obsessed once once they find he makes the connection that Gordon is the killer because uh, of a pen left at one of the crime scenes with his fingerprints on it. Oh, yeah, he's convinced. That's right, and obsessed. And Yeah, he becomes obsessed that Dr. Gordon is Jigsaw. Uh, they go to his hideout. They end up confronting him. Uh, his partner, Singh, gets you know blown to death by, like, five shotguns, which, oh, which is a pretty... Uh, that's probably the best... Uh, uh, to me, that's that's the best... Uh, the, the best that's the gore. banana. And, and yeah. Because that's that, your banana, yeah. That's, that's your the best gore in the movie. Uh, all the other stuff, it's not really a gory movie, I don't think. You know but, what's gory? The part with Amanda and the fucking the guts. Yeah. 
just yeah, gotten out yeah, that guy to right. get the key. Mm-hmm. That's nice core, but neither of them are, are my banana split. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, what but, would you pick? I would pick just for the impact. The fucking even though you don't. The, the funny part is we don't even see uh, the, the penetration, but <laughs> it's the fucking. It's uh at the very end when when Adam kills Zeb with the fucking the top of the toilet seat. Oh, yeah. fucking, yeah. And he's just fucking going to town and hammering. Boom, boom, boom. The fucking thing breaks. It's bloody as fuck. It's it's the best kill. Therefore, it's the banana split. It's not hmm. the goriest, but I, I think it's, you know, it's the best one. Yeah, you're right. That is, de- yeah, I'd have to it's change cool. mine. That's definitely the best kill. Uh, yeah, but I just like the gore when uh, uh, Danny Glover... Uh, understudy gets fucking blown blown up. But anyways, yeah, sing. Is it sing? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, sing. Uh, it is good. It's a good trap too. With a fucking a bunch of guns and it's right after he shoots Jigsaw too when they get to him. That's mm-hmm. good shit. And he's yeah. running and boom, fucking a bunch of shotguns up there. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But let like, me ask you this. Yeah. Plot hole, possibly. They show him closing that door at the end of that scene. Am I to believe, and I think it is it is exposed in the sequels, but right now my, my mind's not fucking working the way it should, but as usual. Um, is it Are they in the same place? Is the bathroom that they're fucking locked in, is that the same place that they were earlier? Where, um, where he's well, discovered the first time and where Singh gets killed? Is it the same big warehouse, or am it, I wrong? It can't be, because That's one, what of, I'm saying. one of the cops found- gets away, you know? So if that were the case... They, then it'd be a puddle. Yeah, they they would know where he is and then just go there. So it can't be the same place. He would have had to have, have find another, you know, uh, run down. And th- this fucking city, right. this this city is just filled with these kind of abandoned warehouse places because <laughs> every building they go into, everybody's apartment and and everything is just like the the grimiest, <laughs> most run down place. When Doctor Gordon goes to meet that the chick. For you know, for his uh, uh, sexy bang bang love time, he uh, it's like the dirtiest fucking motel or whatever. I, there's no oh, way yeah. Yeah, he's got to get a tetanus shot once he. It's a cheap that. situation, man. A tetanus shot. <laughs> well, it's, it, it just makes the situation that much more dirty. He's gonna fucking cheat on his wife with this fucking intern, and fucking let's take her to some fucking seedy motel that's fucking you know the stick it in for fucking twenty bucks a night, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Danny Glover's apartment after uh, Singh gets killed and and he yeah. becomes well, super he... obsessed is like the fuck. <laughs> I mean, it's so nasty, man. This guy is obsessed. Yeah, yeah, that's why he fucking flips though. That's what happens. Yeah, he's like fucking son of Sam in there or something. Mm-hmm. You know, taping shit on his wall, doing this, yelling, fucking spying. It's out of control. The, uh, the, the <laughs> that's be- cool. I kind of like what they did with that character. That was interesting yeah. about the movie to me. I, I liked that what they, what they did with the guy lost his. He was obsessed with it to begin with, and then he was so into it he had to fucking nail this jigsaw killer. And then he does, and he's like, okay, great, we fucking finally got him. And then his partner gets whacked, and then he really takes it to heart and. You know, dude falls off the deep end. Okay, well, let me ask you this though: uh, he's he thinks Gordon is the guy so much that he's watching yeah. his house, right? Um, and and even when he sees Zepp look out the window on his footage that he's watching of his house, he doesn't do anything about it, and he's not like, "Holy shit, who's that guy in there?" He he's mentions just, it. But he talks to himself about it. Yeah, it's, 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 he definitely it. sees it, but he <laughs> right. doesn't do anything. It's like, well, that's not Gordon. I'm looking for Gordon. He's clearly the <laughs> jigsaw. But I mean, what could he do? 
<laughs> he can't go in there, fucking based upon what? He just sees a guy at a window. He doesn't want to go in there and get himself in more trouble. So he probably thinks this guy's in cahoots with Gordon. Something's going on. He's at yeah, home to care this right. while he's out there. To, you know, maybe. Because at this point, he's he's had his throat slit by uh, Jigsaw's Wolverine fucking knife or whatever. Oh, that part's uh, great too, don't you think? Mm-hmm. When they get him in that fucking room, mm-hmm. that whole scene. I think that that the, the last fifteen minutes of the film and and that interaction when they first get him uh, are fucking money. That that's a, a great scene in that movie mm-hmm. when he has that guy up on the slab. And he fucking oh, the the drill <laughs> trap or whatever. The drill trap is sweet. And how about what, how about they get in there and they, they find the uh, they find the, they come upon all that shit. They freaking they see the little model that he makes for the future with the two guys and the, the fucking house. <laughs> diorama. Fucking, yeah, he's got two Ken dolls in there. Fucking chained up. Okay, Ken, I'm gonna <laughs> chain you up on this side of the room, and you, little Adam, I'm gonna chain you up over here. <laughs> okay, it's now would you like some more tea, Adam? Yeah, he's, he's playing tea time with his asshole. <laughs> he's fucking like Cartman. Holly yeah. <laughs> Prissy the Pants. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Clad frog, you know? <laughs> oh, that's great. But yeah, that, that, that scene, when they find that shit, and they see, uh, what the fuck else do they see? The the diagram, the, the puppet see the puppet there. sitting there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and the, the pig's mask is there too. Yeah, all of it. It's all there. Yeah, he's got all of his yeah. shit laid out. Yeah. But it's really cool because that happens, and then <laughs> I find this hysterical. They find the fucking guy, and they uncover him, and he's got tape on his mouth. He's, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's trying to tell him all this <laughs> shit. Well, first of all, why not just remove the tape so you can get some idea of what this fucking poor bastard's trying to say? But, but I find it real fucking funny that he's flipping out trying to tell him shit, and then they, then then the fucking detectives get nervous because they hear someone coming up the stairs, so they just cover the guy back up. Yeah. Fucking... Like, oh, let's just see what he's gonna do. I think that's what Danny Glover. Let's just see what he's gonna do. Uh, he's gonna kill everyone. That's what he's gonna do. Do something. You're the police. I want my police to fucking do something. Save me, police. What the fuck? They cover him back up. It's like, what is that poor bastard thinking? You know? Yeah. Jesus. Uh, it's like that scene in the Collector. You seen the Collector, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. When when she finds the one guy finds the fucking one person in the uh in the closet inside <laughs> that fucking case. And he wants to come on. Oh. He just pushes him back right. and fucking locks him. <laughs> That's fucking just my kind of comedy, man. <laughs> I fucking love Jesus. that shit. But then, then he comes out, and then I think it's awesome, though. He steps on that thing all of a sudden. He knows that, that, that he's cornered. Jigsaw, and he puts them right there in that moment on, on the test. You guys have 20 seconds. He steps on the fucking thing. The drills start going. He was just supposed to be a, a test subject for some reason. But then he becomes part of a game. This guy's life. I think that's the only reason why he was there. I think he was there so that if he ever got, you know, uh, found. <laughs> yeah, you don't think that? That's what I thought. I thought <laughs> like he, he feeds him and he, he can, yeah. to go to the bathroom. He says, he even says to the guy, hey, I'm sorry your drugs wore off. I'll try to give you some more next time. But your life serves a bigger purpose, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I think well, that's I, why. I think he's just there to do exactly what he did. If somebody comes in, he's going to start this thing and be like, hey, you're going to let me go or this asshole's going to die, you know? <laughs> so so he just keeps him there, literally. Takes care of him like a fucking yeah, yeah. like nursing home. Yeah, fuck? he's got a, a colostomy bag hooked up, so he doesn't have to fuck with that. He just changes the bag, 
you know. I think he gives him a TV. He gets to let him watch his kills and shit. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, the TV footage is only of Billy the Puppet talking. <laughs> Set going like, okay, this is kind of creepy, or are you sitting there just laughing and having a good time? I want to correct you. With the first saw, not much blood was flowing at all. The saw sequels were the ones that kind of retrospective went back and made everyone think that the saw films are really violent and gory. The first saw film played more like a psychological thriller, and uh, and it really was a film about two guys stuck in a room, really. And every now and then we would cut outside, and then you know, like this mystery would unfold. It was more a mystery thriller that had um, these sort of like scary moments. Um, I, I like to describe Saw as a uh, it's it, it it was written as a thriller, but then shot like a horror film, shot like a scary movie. Did you see the? Uh, it was on the DVD I watched. Did you see the ten minute uh, short that they made before they made this movie? No, I didn't. I've always wanted to see it, and I actually looked. I, I had the Blu-ray and it was a three-pack with one, two, and three on it. Mm-hmm. And I used to, I used to have it on Blu-ray as a single, but then I came upon this deal and it was too good to pass out, so I took it. And I ended up selling my original saw, but the one I have now, I don't think has it on it. So, mm. well, sadly, I haven't watched it. To me, it's interesting for two things. It's only it's it really all it is. It's the Amanda scene uh, with her talking to a cop and then flashbacking and showing the the mouth trap. And it's the exact same thing, except uh, that Lee Winnell plays plays the Amanda role, and <clears throat> so it's only about ten minutes. It's, okay, it's pretty much exactly the same thing. Um, but there was two things that I took away from it. One, <laughs> the Billy the puppet is wearing like a teeny tiny hat upon his head, and it is the funniest fucking looking thing. A hat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's got what like kind of a hat, like a baseball. Hat? You know, like Heisenberg on Breaking Bad. He's got that. He's got a little pork pie hat going on. It <laughs> it looks fucking. It, it's it's comical, especially after seeing the puppet in the rest of the movies. Uh, but then the other thing was is that the very end, uh, they they have the room where it all went down, and it zooms in on the wall. And you see a hole in the wall with somebody's eye looking through. And you're to presume that it's the killer. And he's been watching this whole time. And as soon as it shows that, it, it puts Saw on the screen. You know, like this is the title. It's called Saw. Oh. So that okay. led me to believe that that's why this is called Saw. Because, because he the, saw it as an yes, adjective? Because literally, <laughs> yes. Because literally because he saw it. But then, uh, here's my confusion. But then the... the then when they make the movie the killer's name is jigsaw so i'm like okay well maybe that's it you know uh he cuts these little puzzle pieces out his name's jigsaw okay i get it but then (laughs) then the whole promotion of the movie of saw is 
these limbs laying around and you know the idea of having to saw you know he doesn't want us to saw through the chains he wants us to saw through our feet that was like the major selling point of the movie so then i'm like okay maybe that's why it's called saw what i want to know is why is this movie called saw (laughs) that's what i think right there saw off the foot yes okay that's but i'll tell you let me ask you this speaking of that don't you think it would have been better if if they saved that line to the end when he actually did it? Don't you think it would have been more of a... a as great as the last 15 minutes of that movie is, even yeah. that much better... If let, Let's say they, they try to saw the fucking thing. What's his name? Adam's Break. That's the end of it. Mm-hmm. Now, now, Dr. Gordon does it, and obviously, you know, that little fucking thing isn't going to get nothing. So, he ends, let's just say he tosses it down. He says, ah... What the fuck? It's useless. And this lets it be. Don't you think it would have been a, a, a had a greater impact if at the end when the shit's hitting the fan, he just turns around quick and grabs the saw and says, "He wants us to saw off our feet." You know what I mean? And then fucking it's then then saws the shit off. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, I maybe, like, huh? Well, I think it'd be fucking ten times better. Because okay, at the end, you know he, you know he's they they find a cell phone. For some rule of movie magic, it can only get incoming calls, and he somehow knows that. Uh, I don't know why, but um, and so <laughs> this is incoming call and fucking the screen. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, this this phone was made to receive calls. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> but okay, so he's communicating with his wife and shit like that. Uh, he ends up getting disconnected and the phone is out of his reach. Okay, so this sends him into a frantic state uh, and so he kind of freaks out. Now, if if he were to stop and have like a realization moment, I think the beauty of him sawing off his foot is that he just goes red. He sees red. He's like, I got to get the fuck out of here. I have to get out of here. I have to get out of here. I have to get out of here. Whenever, yeah, sure. you know, it's like, I'm doing this now, you know. If he were to like ha- have an aha moment, I know how to get out of here. He would have talked himself out of it, I think. You know what I mean? Where it's like uh, he, yeah. he, he had that realization before, and he's like, "Well, I'm not fucking sawing my foot off. You're crazy. You'd have to be crazy to do that." And then later, he gets so crazy because he's fearful for his family's life and stuff like that. So I, I, I don't know. I think it could work, but who knows? I mean, either way, it's a great line. It's fucking. Yeah. It's a cool You're ass right. line, definitely. It is. Oh, it's a great line. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. He wants to saw it to our feet. Yeah, yeah, it's great. But no, you are right. It is, I never. I didn't think of it from that perspective. And I probably sub. It was probably in my subconscious as I watched the movie. Mm-hmm. Which, the, the the whole way you just said it. But I just. Yeah. Yeah, that is cool. Because that, that is something that would happen. You wouldn't even think to fucking saw off your foot. You'd be like, come on, that's a last resort. I'm gonna saw off my fucking foot. Come on, right. that's ridiculous. So, but then <laughs> when the shit hits the fan, he really fucking flips out and. <laughs> what's funny about it is he doesn't really flip out until after fucking time runs out oh fucking Adam tells him it's 6 o'clock it's over you know mm. then oh yeah now I'm gonna shoot you and it's too fucking late yeah. that's when he flips out <laughs> he's calm for fucking 8 hours relatively you know in comparison you know to the situation that he's fucking facing <laughs> <laughs> then he just goes fucking ape shit when it expires which is kind of funny but that, I guess that could happen yeah I mean yeah but it's the human condition. He was trying to be fucking to work it out and have them both get out. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. So, a little sympathy for him, maybe because I don't know. 
don't know what the fuck you're doing. I don't. I, 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 I have I no know. sympathy for adulterers who have no bedside <laughs> manner. How dare you, doctor? You're too cold. <laughs> well, later on, they do kind of fucking vilify him a little bit more in this series. So I guess I retain yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And then what they ultimately do is another story, which is something completely ludicrous, but we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Here, here's something I want to I wanna bring up. Okay, James Wan. He's an established director at this point. This was his first movie. I understand that. But he's he his next feature film is going to be uh, Fast and Furious, what, 7? Is that what they're on now? Something like that. Seven. Yeah. Okay, it, it's a series that started based on you know uh, car chases and, and and drag racing and stuff like that car car scenes okay and you know it's gotten away from that a little bit but it's still in within that franchise i believe i'm not super familiar i've never seen any of them so i'm you're talking to the wrong guy okay yeah. well you know it's a movie but i know what it yeah i get the gist movies of it. about cars right that's yeah. what fast and furious implies and, okay yeah, james wan he's <laughs> he's going to direct fast and furious 7 This is his first movie. He put together the worst filmed car chase I have ever seen in my life. (laughs) I I know you you say you (laughs) like the frantic stuff at the end here, but when they're it's Zep and fucking and Tap and they're Zep and Tap at it again. Tap, it's great. The, the, you know, I know why they did it. It's poor man's process. They didn't have money right. to film this right. shit. But it just makes me fucking laugh every time I just see them sitting in the car and the camera's just zooming in on them. I'm like, wee, this is a car chase. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's why I love this movie so much. And maybe that's why I don't like action flicks because I can't keep up with the car chases. And this simplifies it for me for whatever reason, the way my mind works. I get fucking confused in situations that where it goes on too long, a car mm-hmm. chase or a fucking big action sequence or something. I I zone out of it. I, I mentally check out of it. I, it just whether it bores me or something. I just get after like thirty seconds of it, I'm I'm, I'm done. Yeah. So that's just me though. That's just why I don't identify with action flicks. I wish I got off on it the way everybody else does, but for me, for whatever reason, I can watch a slow burn horror movie and not have a problem. But I can't watch a fucking too much action on the screen somehow it's just my mind doesn't process it right and i just i've never been into it hmm. so i don't know that's just, that's just me uh, a, a lightsaber battle fine uh, the the fights in, in the fucking lord of the Rings series show like that that's fine that doesn't bother me at all but uh just like action movies like regular types and car chases and shit it's just i don't know i always check out of it now this <laughs> this is ridiculous they didn't even okay well, they good. Had show. i'm glad you agree oh of course because it's just set pieces it's like what they would have done on fucking Happy days or something. <laughs> fucking, put a fucking screen behind him and fucking let the guys. You can. I'm gonna go to fucking Universal Studios and Disney in a, in a fucking week. When I get there, if I get out of this fucking bathroom, and when I get there, fucking, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're gonna have probably a ride there that my daughter can go on or I can go on, and they'll film it and they have shit like that. It, it'll look like fucking <laughs> this thing in Saw. It's fucking, you know. <laughs> It's the budget that they had on that fucking thing. And yeah, it's ridiculous, of course. Oh, it just makes me laugh so much because you can tell it's like, okay, this is action-y. It's trying to be frantic. And it's like, oh, it's – no. It's a parked car. I can tell, you know. <laughs> it, it could, well, couldn't they just show them leaving the house and then the next shot, which they have in the movie, just being them pulling up to the warehouse? 
you know, we would have got it with that. We didn't need the the intercutting of them, their faces as they're driving. Yeah, I guess they just had to show that there was a chase going on there. Because we didn't know he, we don't actually see Zep running out of the house, do we? When fucking yeah, we see him walk out the door. Gets him. Mm-hmm. Okay, we see that. But you still, you can't have the scene leave the front porch of fucking Dr. Gordon's house and then suddenly pick up in the warehouse. You have to show transportation. You yeah. know? Yeah, I guess so. You had to show something, so... I, I just think it's hilarious how, to, <laughs> to me, it's the worst film car chase, and this is the guy doing Fast and Furious 7, one of the biggest car franchises, in, in the biggest car franchise in existence. Yeah, I just think true. it's funny. <laughs> that is, I, I, get, I get you now, considering how far he's come. Looking mm-hmm. at what he did at Saw, looking, yeah. which was the absolute worst fucking, yeah, generic thing you could possibly have to now where it's going to be all about fucking elaborate car chases and mm-hmm. scenes like that yeah that's fucking funny well hey, you know did you know james wan fucking intentionally cast um amanda what's her name i'm all fucked up in the head shawnee um, smith thank you shawnee smith intentionally it was his first choice right from the beginning and he he was all about fucking shawnee smith because he had he had a crush on her, fucking watching her movies for years. I always did too, huh? I did too when she was young. Yeah. By the time this series is over, somehow it left me. Yeah, not but, the same. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I'm I'm on I'm in the same boat with you. Yeah, yeah. not mm-hmm. the same, right? <laughs> okay, well that's cool. But yeah, it, 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 it's interesting though. But I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, how old is James Wan? Do you know? I don't know, but looking at the behind the scenes stuff on this, he looked very young. Like okay. twenty two, right. kind of young. I, I don't know. What? Oh, okay, so he's young, young. He's okay. Uh, that's just how he looks to me. I, I have no idea, really. So he's younger than we are. Okay, that's fine. Maybe. Well, whatever. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm just picturing him, and I'm. Uh, I was just making sure that he wasn't older. And that fucking. I was like, well, well, no. I was just trying to picture the ages between Shawnee Smith and James Wan, and you know mm-hmm. how that would have come to be. At first, I thought he'd be too old for her, but you know what? She's actually pretty old. So now, if anything, he might be too young for. He might be fucking, yeah. yeah. She, she's the cougar. It's the other way around. I was thinking, well, I, I was thinking that fucking, he's robbing the cradle. But you know what? Yeah, she's the cougar now. <laughs> Who would have thought we got into that one? Okay. How about? Um, did you find it surprising watching this movie after having seen all the sequels and stuff about how um, there's certain elements that's just used once? Whereas the, the other sequels, they use it constantly, like um, the music at the end, whenever yeah. it's being revealed. I mean, it's, that's great music. I yes, it is great. I love the score. But, you know, it's used at, at such a pivotal moment in the movie, whereas it's like other, you know, you know, it's, it's the rule of the sequel. Well, that worked. Now let's do that five times in this movie, you know. Or like... Um, uh, really? I, yeah, I believe. They, I thought they only do it at the end. Uh, I maybe I'm wrong, and we'll I just pick... think the end sequences got longer and longer. They became more elaborate. Yeah, so maybe... instead of a thirty second thing, do 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 do, it became like fucking <laughs> this big theatrical bombastic fucking thing that goes two minutes long now because there's so much shit going on at the end of the other movies because mm-hmm. they really speed it up. And have you noticed the very end scene after all the shit takes place? They have a you know in the other movies. They show things happening fast, like little snippets here mm-hmm. and there. But yeah, like, hey, the, remember this that happened five seconds ago? Well, right, they do that, but 
the point is they do it for like maybe five second snippets mm -hmm. where in saw one in this one it goes ridiculously fast so fast you can't even see what's going on yeah it's just uh, but it still registers in your mind it's like oh yeah, yeah i guess so i remember right. that and and stuff like that um it yeah it's a testament to to show how little you actually have to to see for your mind to to fill in the gaps and stuff like that yeah, this movie, once you get to the shit, and, and once everything is unraveled in you know, the last half hour and, and then on, then there isn't a whole lot. Of, I mean, there's well, the ending is fucking tremendous, and you know, that's, you're not going to get a better twist in a, in a better situation than that. But um, it's spelled out. Once it happens, it happens. Where, where in, the, in the sequels, it was, you know, they were flashing back to so many things and so mm -hmm. many things, yeah. and it took time, and it was more... Uh, was presented in a different way. Ba, 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 ba. It was fucking crazy, you know? They get all fucking crazy. They start throwing in fucking violins and shit, you know? Okay. Banana, banana, banana laser, banana, banana, banana laser. Wow. <laughs> you got a theme song now. Booyah! <laughs> yes, between that and banana bites. Got a fucking thing going, man. Uh. <laughs> Yo, one more thing I wanted to point out. Jigsaw, when he is in the hospital, I don't know if you saw this, but when he's in the hospital bed, and they and they show him, he's got a uh, boner. <laughs> Damn it! Thought I called it. <laughs> I think I saw a boner. He's, he's back in a fucking tent. Yeah. <laughs> he's getting off on the fucking Asian girl that that uh, Doctor Gordon's fucking. Hell yeah! Fucking right? Peel oh, that by banana. The way, <laughs> yeah, I peel that banana. You're right about that. That might be the one. Actually, I don't know. We'll get to that. Uh, what the fuck? Um, I lost my shit. Jigsaw's uh, boner. Yeah. yeah. Oh, first he's of all, he's got a boner. Girl. He's like, okay. <laughs> he's, and that Asian girl. Hey, he's about to fuck this broad. All right. He's on top of her. <laughs> Holy fuck! Yeah, that Asian girl about her. You know, I didn't realize till this time that that was the one he was having an affair with until this time. What? All the times I've seen Saw, I just thought it was some random Asian girl. I never made the connection that it was his intro. Are you serious? That's why, when, yeah. whenever he, whenever Dr. Gordon makes some fucking lame joke, she laughs the hardest, you know, because she's like, oh, oh, you're so hot, or whatever, you know. Right. Yeah. I <clears> never funny. picked that. Yeah, isn't that something? They I, all I, look I, alike I, to you, Dave? That's, that's <laughs> for shame, sir. For shame. <laughs> God. Well, she's hot, whoever she is. <laughs> you, you know why? You know why he couldn't continue to have sex with her? It's because thirty minutes later he wanted to fuck her again. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> fucking what's that thing called? I can't fucking do it. Sorry. <laughs> the fucking thing. Uh, um, okay, so the Jigsaw... I was trying to get to about Jigsaw's boner. <laughs> Jigsaw was laying in bed, and Zep comes in there. It's that scene when you know it's the only scene when that happens when. Patrick Gordon's there and the interns and Zepp and his name is John. He's an interesting man. Do you know that if you look at it, you know how in the hospital you have, they have that fucking thing where he, it's like a little desk that's on top of a guy or sure, yeah. you know, spray where, mm -hmm. where they eat. Okay. That thing is there and there is a diagram on that fucking thing and it's for uh, the reverse bear trap that was used on Amanda. <laughs> what? Really? It was, all, it was all given away right then and there if you paid attention. Yeah. So he just has all this fucking shit that can incriminate him just laying out <laughs> all the time. Yeah, right? And they all come in there. Doctors, interns, orderlies. Fucking... 
hey, you know I'm here for an overnight sesh, but um, I got a lot of work to do where I'm putting people in traps and might kill them. So I, I'm just going to have some papers and stuff kind of strewn about. Just don't mind them, okay? It's kind of my private work. <laughs> they probably just figure he's fucking all on morphine. He's on his way out. He's, you know, a little loopy from the drugs. <laughs> God, I never noticed that. That's pretty funny. Yeah, huh. yeah. It's it's cool. I mean, if you, you would have had the presence of mind to look at that, hmm. they could have figured the shit out. Because right shortly after that is when they showed the reverse bear trap situation. Hmm. Or it might have even been right before, for all I, for all I know. Because the movie does... That's something else that's wonderful. This fucking movie's great. This is the first movie where the, you see all things flashing back and forth, which we see later on in later installments and in other horror movies and other types of movies now. But this movie, there wasn't a, another movie like it up until the time where it was a whole bunch of fucking back and forth shit and you had to figure it out. And... You know, it had elements that like Seven brought to the table, I guess. But yeah, mm-hmm. but I mean, that's the closest thing. But Seven wasn't as deep, and you know, it was different. It's it's, it's not the same thing. Yeah, know? but there's a lot of similarities between him and uh, uh, what's his name, uh, the killer from that Kevin movie. Spacey? Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. his name was in yeah, it. Yeah. A lot of similarities there, and just the, the I don't want to say style, but like the feel of both the movies, you know, kind of feel the same. Yeah. The, the difference is Seven was more about the detectives. It wasn't, it was about fucking Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman. This one was barely about fucking singing Tep. Or I, I could use a lot less of them, honestly. I, I felt like the, the best part was uh, just them, them. And oh, I mean, that, that's what drew me in. And that's what drew me in with like the movie uh, uh, Devil, you know, it's like, uh, it's just five people in an elevator. That's the whole movie. I'm like, I, I like that, you know, when it, cause the, you know, it's like, well, what kind of story can you tell that's so limited to just people in one room? And I just find that fascinating, you know? So. I, I do. I do too. Cause mm-hmm. you have to have strong writing and you have to be able to keep us going through it. It has to be interesting. And if it succeeds, it, it makes that, you know, makes it an even better movie because the location <laughs> It's not easy to do. You're gonna write a movie where fucking based on a lot of dialogue. That's that's no easy task. And having a real good plot like they do in this movie. Yeah, did you know? Speaking of devil and elevators, this movie was that was supposed to be in an elevator. It was not supposed to be a fucking a bathroom. The original hmm. script was an elevator. I no, I didn't know that. Huh? Yeah, it's fucked up, isn't it? Then we would have had less uh, shit jokes. <laughs> what guy? What could they have joked about? You're right. There's nothing there. Yeah. <laughs> fucking buttons, numbers, fucking lights. <laughs> what could they have done? Look behind number thirteen. Number oh yeah, 13. there it is. A number key. thirteen. <laughs> number nine. Hey, let me ask you this. Okay, okay. At the, the movie opens, it's it's Adam in the tub, and you you see something floating around that we that we find out what it is later, and it goes down the drain. Well, it turns out to be the key to his fucking lock. And that's like the one thing that uh, Jigsaw says after he gets up is like is like the key to that lock is in that tub. Game Mm -hmm. over, you know, whatever. It's like, what? Why did he even do that? You know, did he think, Okay, one, he did. He never wanted him to get away to get out. So why would he even have a key there? You know, and what kind of test is that? I guess that just that just left me bothered. 
You know, it's like th- there was no chance. That's kind of like the Hoffman traps later. It's like there's you're no, right. There's no chance for him to to have gotten out or anything like that. So why even do it? I hear you. You're right. That is one thing about this movie. Hmm. They do things like that, and he doesn't care. He just wants to be a dick yeah. in that situation. He's you, like, oh, by the way, you you had a real fucking easy shot to get out of here if you didn't panic so much when you first woke up. Oh, yeah. Fuck. When you woke you. up underwater, <laughs> yeah, try not to panic, you know. Right. <laughs> like, that's possible. Yeah, right? first, you know, get get a sense of your surroundings first, and then think, hey, is there a key floating around here? Because I might be chained to the fucking wall. I don't know. Okay, yeah, see, the... That's just one element that just really just burns my fucking buttons. But uh, it is fucked up. He was a prick. You're right. He was a bitter fucking prick. He really was. <laughs> Later on, he doesn't become that though. But this movie itself, it's a different character. You get hints of it about what he becomes, and he mentions, you know, uh, the the sickness inside of me. He does have a couple good lines that are a little bit, you know preachy and then they even mention that in the paper it says that he's something with a message and uh killer preaches to something and and then you know he says that he goes i'm sick of dis- uh, sick what does he say when they have him in there he has a good line he's like i'm sick from this disease that's inside of me i'm sick of people that are uh unappreciative of their blessings and that scoff at the suffering of others mm-hmm. he says something like that and that i understand that makes sense and that's what it becomes later this time this movie he's just saying it as a matter of fact but his punishments aren't really fitting fucking, you yeah. know, it he's doesn't, just, yeah. He's just pissed off because a junkie fucking smashed his baby with a door or something. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, yeah, he's just bitter. He's a fuck. yeah, he's just bitter and fucking twisted and, and fucking with them. Hey, yeah. So, um. He changed the character later, though, for the better, I must say. Oh, I think definitely so. Here's another question I have. Why, why was Jigsaw in the room? And zap him. He he could have okay with all the cameras set up and shit like that. He couldn't have done that from somewhere else. Let me think about this. Was there another reason he was in there? I don't think so. But what else could they do? Well, no, yeah, I'll tell you why. Because it was part of the plan. The fucking he wanted to supervise. Number one. Number two, he wanted to shock him. Number three, there's the thing about the blood and the cigarette, mm-hmm. and um, the story of the cassette being in his hand. It was part of the, the script. He wrote a script, and that's how he wanted it. Hmm. He's and a theatrical he motherfucker. Up. Yes, he is theatrical. Why not? He's all full of morphine. He's all fucked up in the head. And, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and at the end, he wears pig masks. He fucking constructs fucking dolls that ride tricycles and shit. He's all fucked up. He's eccentric. Yeah. you know. And he wants to say, fuck you, at the end of the movie like he does. You know, stands up, game over. Fuck, he wants that. <laughs> Amazing. What a fucking... Oh. In that, and then he closes the door, and you hear the way you hear fucking what's his name still screaming in there. Yeah, that is, that's, that's fucking almost good. scary. Mm-hmm. It's fucking haunting. Mm-hmm. And then the credits come on. Oh man, that's fucking orgasmic. I tell you, <laughs> it really is. It's fucking. It's movie orgasm right there. The well, here, Dave, smoke this cigarette. Uh, <laughs> ignore the blood on the end. Right. And uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that fucking the, the cancer stick. <laughs> the fucking cyanide blood. Uh, um, yeah, I love it, man. That's all I can say. I can't say enough. I'm fucking ranting and raving about it. But even with the little plot holes, I can overlook them because everything else is just so fucking strong. You know? Five-star movie. 
Five star movie. Yeah, I'm curious now. I'm curious as to what's going to happen in this series with us. Because uh, I, I can't believe. Wow. Hmm. Well, yeah, it, it definitely it definitely gets better uh, to me. But wow. we'll shit. get there. We'll get there when we get there. W- let's get to it then, Dave. What uh, What do you rate this movie? One out of five. One out of five. I nothing's changing for me. As much as I would like to say, if you, all this discussion we've had, uh, the small plot holes in, in the character of Jigsaw, uh, they, they could have been better. But this fucking, like I said earlier, it grips me from the fucking opening frame to the final. I fucking, I love the movie and the ending when he stands up and that fucking that twist is just fucking amazing. And yeah, I do hold on to it tight, and I fucking love it. But uh, I I can't change. This is a five star movie for me. What? <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, it's fucking five? incredible. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, that's. Uh, I wish I shared your sentiment. Uh, I mean, I I I really like this movie. I've watched it. I think I said six times for this show, and not not for the show. This was my sixth viewing. And and I really like it. I I have fun with it. It's a fun movie. But the, um, uh, you know, I'd have to say, with uh, it, it's cheap. I don't want to say it's cheaply made, but it's a low budget movie. And because of that, you know, they were not thinking about everything on a grand scale. And so there's all these plot holes and stuff like that that you could just just pick at and peek through and, and, and parts that if they just had more time and more money could have been improved. And so for that, it's got, it, it knocks it down for me. But that being said, uh, even watching it this time, I have fun uh, uh, watching it. I love the twist. I really enjoy the character of Jigsaw and, and just, just what he does. Nobody has ever done this kind of uh, villainry before <laughs> that, that I know of, yeah. you know, take somebody, put them in a trap and make them try to come out a different person. Kind of like, um, uh, well, fuck, I can't think of it now. Fight Club. Uh, there's a part, oh, there's a part in Fight Club where it's like they have that car wreck, and Tyler Durden's like, we just had a near-life experience, you know. It's, like, <laughs> it's kind of like that. You know, so for that, you know, it's definitely your atypical horror movie, you know. There's been nothing like that, you know. And there's been lots of copycats since, but they tend to focus on more of just torturing people and putting them in the traps and stuff like that. So Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. So it's definitely an enjoyable movie, and I, I'll probably watch it again someday. But I can't give it a five just because I feel like there's a lot of room for improvement uh, and stuff like that. So I'll give it a three. I'll say I like this movie. I don't, wow, a I don't three? Know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. I fucking – I can't dispute it. uh its impact on the genre. I think it, it it's oh, incredible. Huge, yeah. You know? And it's just, uh, I fucking, I just love the movie. Okay, I, that's all I can say. But hey, I can live with a three with you. You know? <laughs> <You're gonna do. laughs> but I, I will say, it does have its flaws, sure. But Fight Club is another one. I, I, Fight Club is a five-star movie to me, too, if you're talking that. I mean, that's, that's an amazing fucking movie. Beginning to end, same thing. I'm, I would say I'm that's obsessed. a five-star movie for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. Yeah, okay, well, there you go. So, But at least you could say that, but I don't know. This movie, there wasn't, like I said, there was only one thing comparable to it, and it was seven. 
prior to it. But this this movie took that idea and you know improved on it and, and did better things. And like I said, the fucking the way it ends, that that alone is worth a that alone should be making a four star movie. Fuck, <laughs> I think it's the greatest <laughs> fucking twist, that the greatest fucking finish to a movie. I my fucking jaw dropped the first time I saw. It. I was fucking blown away. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's the kind of movie I love to show to someone that's never seen it before, just to see their reaction, you know? So, it's like the ending of, you know, the original Friday the 13th with Jason jumping out of the water or something, but different. So, yes, this is uh, this is a five-star movie for me, and uh, like I said, the, the end is so amazing that that alone gives it four stars. It's fucking... I can't say enough about it. That The, the ending is just tremendous, and uh, if, I, if I like the rest of the movie at all, which I really do... Of course, it's going to be five stars. So, you know, based upon that, you have to recognize the ending. Are, are you sure you don't want to give it four stars? Mm, I mean, I love the ending, but no, I'm I'm still going three stars. Everything else brings it down. Well, keep in mind, you know, we're we're really trying to put on a real real good retrospective show here. Remember, you know, uh, we, we want to put on a good show, and it's you know maybe comparable to. You know the the famed Halloween retrospective. So we want, you know, we want some people to be happier. So I, I, some people, you know, some people like the guy who's keeping us captive. Come on, motherfucker! I want to get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Uh, yeah. Fuck this. Who is this guy anyway? Five Jesus. stars. <laughs> no, but I I'm, really mean it. I'm not even saying it to appease it. It is I'm, five stars. I'm, I'm not giving it five stars just because this asshole wants me to rate all these movies five stars. Fuck him. You can leave me here forever. <laughs> I don't care. Who who would do this to somebody anyways? What kind know. of piece of shit would fucking put uh, some, some in my mind, A-list podcasters down here to die? <laughs> I, fuck. Someone I, that fucking... I, I don't know. Maybe they got a vendetta against us. I don't fuck, know. <laughs> I don't know. What some, do we ever do? <laughs> Jesus Christ. We don't have any enemies in the podcast world, do we? Shit, I hope not. <laughs> I don't think so. Well, well, I, um, I guess we do. Shit. Apparently, yes. Um. Well, so now I guess we have to watch fucking... Uh, Part 2. Saw 2. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Saw 2. Uh, fuck, I mean... I, is this asshole going to wheel in a fucking TV? Or is Billy the Puppet going to wheel in a, a TV down here so we can watch this shit? Because i got to watch it. Yeah, this fucking maybe we get fed too, you know. We, <laughs> yeah. we can't do a good show unless we eat and have a little drink. At least treat us as good as that guy got got treated by Jigsaw that he was holding captive, <laughs> you know. Okay. Right? Yeah. So, Give us a colostomy <laughs> bag, you know. Shit. <clears throat> Give us a second chance at least, because Saw Two. Uh, no, wait. I, no, Hang I'm... on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, I guess we gotta, you know, stick around for the next installment, fuckers. I guess we're gonna be here for a while. Yeah, yeah, all right. So until then, (laughs) game over. (laughs) Congratulations. You are still alive. Most people are so ungrateful to be alive. But not you. Not anymore. Tried to make you immortal. You tried to make me a killer!
never grow old, Michael. You'll never die. 